0: So this Sunday we've decided to do two separate teachings or segments
1: Mm.
0: on two different topics. Mm. Um, It would seem that the Holy Spirit um, is continuously speaking to us about prayer Mm. and uh, one can just sense in the Spirit that there's a developing of a greater sense of corporate unity in prayer mm, mm. even over this time where we were not necessarily uh, physically together so yes we'll, we'll go with what he leads us to do and we're going to speak a little bit about um, more about prayer in this session mm. and then in the next session we're starting our new uh, series on um, uh, equipping ourselves with tools and strategies very simple basic anchor scriptures to um, lead other people into the kind of conversations mm. where we can share some of the eternal truths with them. Yes, uh, Simple ways to cause them to ask the right questions and test what they think is true yes. against the truth. So that's the second session. So in this session on prayer, we're going to um, speak a little bit about praise and thanksgiving. So will you just start us off with um, one of the scriptures that give us an idea of prayer, of prayer, the effectiveness of mm. prayer, and then how we can understand how to stay aligned in a way that our prayers are heard, yes. our prayers are answered so that we remain effective in prayer.
2: Right, so let's go to Matthew chapter 18, and we'll read verses 19 and 20. Again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Okay, so we see that there are two aspects to what the Lord is saying here. So the first would be, so he says, if two of you agree, so there's agreeing and then the Father answering prayer because of agreement. And then there's the second, the gathering together in his name and his presence in the midst of them. And we'll see that these two are very uh, strongly correlated these two concepts are very strongly correlated to one another. And so over the last few years we've put a lot of emphasis on, on agreement and taught a lot on the power and the value of agreement and I'm sure that to for the most part we've been quite successful in maintaining a very strong agreement as a body of believers. But every now and then we know that there is the possibility that some of our own opinions might creep in. Mm. And this uh, usually isn't done by evil intent or by wanting to be in disagreement, because we all know that we love and trust each other. And yet sometimes we know that even on the smallest level, when we are together in prayer uh, or something is being taught or anything in a fellowship context, that there might be the slightest bit of disagreement. And um, I think we can say from experience, all of us, that we understand and know the effects, the great effects that that can have when that happens.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: And so <clears throat> we see here these two concepts that I said are so strongly correlated, uh, would work it with this kind of mechanism. So where two or three are gathered together, in his name, but there's agreement. So it says, first of all, where they are gathered together in his name. Now, we have spoken about, or taught on as well, the importance of gathering in his name. So we understand that his name is not just a name. We know that there is significance behind it, importance behind it. And so we're not going to focus on that now. Um, but we, we do know why He says why he says the gathering together in his name. But now he says... Where two or three are gathered together in his name, he is there in the midst of them. He is there. His person, his presence is there in the midst of them. So now, most of you would know from the last prayer meeting that we had together, the anointing that was present, but not just anointing. I'm sure everyone could sense his tangible presence Mm. in the room, in the midst Mm. of us. And so... The gathering together in his name is not just, yes, we are going to pray, we're going to worship, we're going to teach, and we want to be led according to his spirit, we want to receive guidance, we want to receive instruction, all of that is true and valid. But in the end, it comes down to gathering together in his name so that we can be, so that we can have his presence in the midst of us, so that we can find ourselves in his presence, so that he will pray together with us because if his presence is there then it means that he is agreeing with what is happening in his name and so this would explain the the first verse for verse 19 that says if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven so if there is agreement where two or more are together in his name and there's agreement now agreement uh, we'd also like to just, or I'd like to just uh, shine this lights on again. So agreement doesn't mean that someone just agrees with someone else or that the fellowship would agree with leadership's opinions and teachings just outright because of the dynamic. The agreement that it's referring to is agreement as a unit, as a body. All agreeing with each other. And the agreement isn't based on necessarily the specific details of what is being taught or being said. But there's a general agreement that we are all going to be led together in the same direction, in the same spirit, by the Holy Spirit. So maybe,
0: that he can, yeah. yeah, sorry. So maybe bring Romans 8 yes. in there, so Romans and, and that will reinforce what you're saying. Exactly.
2: So Romans, Romans 8 verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And so here we see the, the basis of agreement. So agreement isn't just that we are going to outright just choose to agree with whatever is being said for the sake of keeping the peace and that we're all kind of, you know, just know that we're agreeing with each other. There's a, there's a deep agreement that we are all going to make our hearts and our minds available to be led by the Holy Spirit in the same direction so that he can lead us all on the same path into the same revelation, into the same guidance, into the same understanding of whatever it is that he's going to do. And so if that happens and the Lord is there in the midst of them agreeing with what is being agreed or taught or prayed or anything like that, then obviously it would make sense that he says, agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Because if the Lord is going to be there in the midst of what is being prayed, if he is going to bless a a congregation with his presence and they are going to ask anything from the father then we know that the father always hears his son's prayer and so the whole thing works together as a mechanism
0: so this is the easy way to understand that it. it's um if the God that knows all things see two or three of his sons and daughters gather around means that firstly they've been led by the Holy Spirit to a place and a time Mm -hmm. to be together and the reasons for being together had to be the work of the Holy Spirit if it's people being led by the Spirit and if this is going to be the kind of event with the kind of circumstances where the Lord Himself is going to dwell in their midst, join them in the place where they are together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So the Holy Spirit has led them through a process of um, coming into a mindset, with a vision with an attitude with desire with purpose to be in the same place and this, the simplest of simplest things is going to happen a few people are going to pray together mm. now, if they're led by the spirit and it says that those who are led by the spirit are sons of God they were led by the Spirit and they came to that place for the right reason if they were truly led by the Spirit to be there, if they had been led through a process of repentance of coming into truth, coming into understanding, coming into the purposes of God, and they happened to now be led by the Spirit after all these processes into the same place now you have the atmosphere, the environment for prayer. This kind of prayer to Mm. take place. Mm. And now, those that have been led on this road through a process by the Spirit, over a long period of time, many changes, it's brought them into a place where they can agree. These people that are led by the Spirit are now in a place where they can agree this is the kind of prayer environment where the Father is going to grant them whatever they ask. Because, see, there's been a process that preceded this, that led up to this, that made it possible for them to remain in agreement. That's the refining process of the Holy Spirit that makes effective prayer possible of corporate prayer especially. And I think that we have had such an emphasis placed by the Spirit on prayer because He's brought us through a process, led us on a journey. He's taught us His ways and He has led us on His paths. And um, we have come to a change perspective, to be... Um, repositioned by the spirit in our lives our lifestyles our perspective our ways of thinking Mm -hmm. we've come to agree on what the word says Mm -hmm. we've come to agree on what the Lord's intention is with us what his purposes are we've come to agree on what's important what's vital what's desirable all those things and now we can see how he's unctioning us into situations of prayer Because now, see, we can come together in agreement. Now I want you to listen carefully and consider this. If we are as a small group of people in a place where we've been led together to pray, and we are now in a place where there is all the right circumstances. We are in the will of God, being having been led by the Spirit, and there's very clearly evidence that the Lord Himself has joined us in prayer. He's dwelling amongst us, he's with us in prayer. So the Lord Himself is in such agreement with us that He is willing to pray with us as we are praying with Him. Would it make any sense, any logical sense, under these circumstances, for any individual person to decide, I don't agree with this one thing that's been said, or the way that it's been said? The Lord Himself is with us. Uh, If you cannot acknowledge or sense His presence when He arrives, when He joins us in prayer and worship, when He joins with us in teaching, if you cannot sense that, then we need to talk. You need to come talk to us because then there's something really wrong. Because I know that everybody else in our last prayer meeting was showing all the evidence that they were acknowledging His presence. Everybody was acknowledging the fact that He's there. This is the point uh, at which we want to draw even closer in agreement. He's there, we want to agree with him. Mm. We want to be in agreement, we want to huddle even closer together. Mm. Because he's with us in Jeez. he's confirming. <laughs> he's authenticating.
2: Signifying.
0: Exactly. So. These are the moments where our personal opinion is the last thing that's going to matter. It's the last thing, our personal preferences, our personal little things is the last thing that's going to matter. The Lord is there. Okay? I'm going to be blunt. The Lord joins in prayer. You don't matter. We love you, but you really don't matter when he's joined us in prayer. The most important thing is that each of us have the attitude that I don't matter when he's in prayer with us.
1: Mm.
0: When he's dwelling among us, then I'm here as part of a group of people that's been led by the Spirit to the same place, to the same point of view, to the same vision, to the same place where the Lord is going to do what he wants to do through prayer. And this is a place of humility mm. and surrender that will, the moment that we all realize this is where we're at, mm. and we embrace even more humility, more obedience, more availability, um, then the Holy Spirit can move us together, so now we're being led by the Spirit. Mm. He's moving us together in a direction. That's the kind of agreement that's spoken of here. It's the kind of thing that we should desire. Mm. Uh, we should pursue. It's very difficult to really, if we are in a place where we understand this dynamic he has joined us in prayer we are going to flow being led by the spirit in praying for the right things and god will grant those things because everything else is right and then one person decides they're overthinking something or they don't agree or they would have said it differently or they would have done it differently or they know better And they break agreement. That will stifle the entire group of people that's been led there by the Holy Spirit. Where they want to be in the presence of the Lord, praying together with the Lord. So that will stifle that whole
1: Mm.
2: movement,
0: gift that we're receiving. So now prayer is no longer about what we are praying about. It's about who we're praying with. Mm. Prayer is no longer about... we, We sometimes have to seriously pray about things, entreat the Lord for serious things. We have needs. We have dangers. We have things that we need to be pushed through and agreed on in prayer. Prayer is practical. It's important. It is for an outcome. Exactly. Prayer is us working with the Holy Spirit, so that the Holy Spirit can do what He's going to do, and do for us what we need Him to do for us, so that we can survive, so that we can prosper, so that we can function, so that we can bear fruit. Prayer is important. Yes. But even besides the point that it's important, it's important that we pray with Him. That He's in our midst. And the way that this happens is very clearly described in this piece of scripture. It says, "Assuredly, I say to you... No, it doesn't say that. It says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask. It's that agreeing. It says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask. Now, that agreement comes by agreeing on the scriptures agreeing on what is truth, agreeing on the purposes, agreeing on the vision, agreeing on strategy, agreeing on everything that goes before the prayer. Mm. So we can only pray if we agree according to what, how things work, mm. what the will of the Father is, what the Word says, yes. what needs to happen in the world, all those things. And um, then it says that It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Now there's a response from the Father in heaven. Now the Son joins us on earth, really, in that place in the Spirit that we pray. He joins us in the Spirit. There's a response from the Father. We've been led by the Spirit. We're praying in the Spirit. This is perfect harmony. This is a symphony. Harmonizing. Mm. This is a symphony, all understanding the music. Being led. Being together. led. Each one playing this instrument. Now, this is where it says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name. That is the humility, the obedience. We're going to do the will of the Father. So in His name means that we are gathered. If we're going to pray in His name, we have to have the exact 100% attitude that He had Mm. and has. The will of the Father has to be done exactly right, accurately right. Obedience to the Father has to be 100%. Willingness to do and go wherever the spirit leads us has to be a hundred percent understanding of the father's will has to be in place that's praying in his name and it says when we are gathered together in his name I am there in the midst of them and this is why we will grow and change our ways so let's talk about when this attitude comes to praise and and thanksgiving
1: Mm.
0: okay so praise what is praise?
2: so praise is offered to God for who he is and what he has done in general thanksgiving is offered to God for what he has done for us in particular
0: so it could be Thanksgiving for what he has do- done for us in particular, as a fellowship.
2: Exactly. as a
0: family, as an individual, as, as a, a business, country or as a nation. A yeah. But it is thanksgiving for what he has done for us in particular. Mm. In other words, define particular yes. things and reference to particular acts. Yes. acts of provision, of protection, so forth. Mm. That's Thanksgiving. Now, in particular, I can thank him for the fact that he had King David write the psalms, so that I could read them to understand them, so I could pray. Mm. He did that in particular for King David and for me. Um, So, but it's particular things. Praise is mostly focused on who he is, exactly, and what he has done in general. Mm. Thank you, Lord that when you created the earth, you decided to make rivers, because I really like fish. (laughs) In general. Yes. And then very much focused on who he is. Praise. Yes, yes, yes. Now, should there be different levels of praise? What's the standard of praise for us?
2: Well... So, just to be clear, so praise would be vocal, it's words uttered. Mm. or Not just words, but it's, it's sounds that we make. So, whether we sing or pray loudly, it's uttered. So, obviously, it should stand to reason that praise should always be in relation to the object of praise. So, for example, if I'm going to have a really amazing piece of chocolate cake... Then I can praise the chocolate cake and saying, "This is the best chocolate cake I have ever had in my life," and that could be true. But if I praise the chocolate cake and saying something like, "This is the best thing that I've ever tasted in my life," or "This is the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life," then that might not really be true anymore
0: and so Imagine you, for a moment, didn't pay attention to wherever you were walking and somebody snatches you out of the way of a speeding bus in the nick of time. Yes. And in that split second you realise that I would have been dead if this stranger didn't pull me out of the bus's way. Is this the right response? Thanks, man. And you carry on with your day. (laughs) Is that the right response? Thanks, buddy. Hey, Amen. Thanks. And you carry on. Is that the right response? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe.
1: For some people. Yeah.
0: Now, you were looking for something on the shelves in checkers and you couldn't find it. You asked one of the people that worked there um, where can I find the
2: sunlight liquid?
0: Sunlight liquid person says, aisle number four. You go, Thank you, buddy. You saved my life. I'm indebted to you I'm forever. I'm indebted to you. Yes, a thousand rand for your service. You are the greatest employer ever. Ach, employee ever. You are the greatest employee ever. You, and you rush to the manager's office.
2: Yeah, this guy deserves a promotion. <laughs>
0: You give Raymond Ackerman a call and tell him about the incident. (laughs) He's
2: become paid. Is the praise
0: (laughs) in relation to what happened?
2: Okay, so, the point we're trying to make is that God should be praised in relation to who he is. It stands to reason. So, I'm going to say it again. So, God should be praised in relation to who he is. Now, we believe that he is almighty, uh, all-glorious, all-beautiful, uh, all-powerful. And if we believe all of that about him then we know that he is all of that, and that means that our praise should be in relation to all that he is. So, in reality, is there any way that we can ever overdo praise? Can we ever praise him? Too much, too exuberantly, too loudly, too, you know, noisily.
0: <laughs> as long as it's focused on him,
2: exactly, and truly really
0: praising him, then you can't overdo it. Okay, we can get it wrong when we want to praise him, and we are and our eyes are on him. We've spoken about this. We passed that place. Mm. Um. So why would we want to hold back our emotions?
1: Mm.
0: Why would we want to hold back our praise from Him? You might say, yes, but I'm thankful in my heart. That's good. But there's another aspect of it when we are together, because this is about prayer, and so praise in prayer and as part of prayer is when we come together in agreement. Mm. Now, the aspect that we wanted to emphasize here was when our actions has a negative effect on the agreement.
1: Mm.
0: When the way that we prefer to do things is going to have a negative outcome when it comes to perfect agreement so that he can be with us. Mm. Okay, so this is where we get out of the way. This is where we become sacrificial, self-sacrificing. Yes. And this is extremely important because this is something that we actually have to kind of practice to Mm. get into. It doesn't come easily. And so we're just chatting around this concept of praise and thanksgiving. We want to cultivate a thanksgiving attitude. Mm. And once we have it, we want to keep cultivating it. We want to get into a place where we're always grateful. Yes. So maybe I'm not the greatest vocalist. But in worship I can be extremely grateful for the other voices around, so that he can be properly properly praised. And worship doesn't mean that now I can sit back and let other people do it. Because I'm going to do what I can to cultivate the agreement aspect.
2: Bring my part.
1: Yes. Mm.
0: So that he can dwell among us. Mm. And then, of course, let's go to this psalm. Which psalm was it? Psalm 100, verse
2: 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless
0: his name. Read it again, please.
2: Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name.
0: Remember the ten lepers? Yes. They said, Lord, Lord, have mercy on us. And he did. And they saw a miracle. Mm. Ten lepers got healed all Excellent. in the same day. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's effective, pray. <laughs> so do you want to explain to us what didn't happen? He had mercy on them, but did, what did they not...
2: Mm. So we all know the story. Ten lepers are healed, and they all run to the priests, and then only one, on the way, realizes that he's already been healed, and so he turns around to come and worship the Lord. And so what we can, in, in this context of the teaching we're doing today, what we can take away from that uh, story is that is that even though all ten of the lepers did receive healing, and all, even though all ten of the lepers did see a work of the Lord in their lives, only one of them, in returning with an attitude of thanksgiving and praise and worship, had the honor to be allowed into his presence he was actually allowed to be close to the lord to thank the lord personally to be close to his person because of his thanksgiving and praise whereas the other nine even though they did receive the miracle of healing was never actually never actually experienced his person his presence
0: so one came back with thanksgiving. The other nine were walking around really thankful in their hearts, probably. Mm. How could it be that they were not thankful? Mm. They just didn't bring their thanksgiving back to Him. The one that brought His thanksgiving back, so He actually verbalized it, mm. actually came, brought it back, Yes. This action, change of direction, there's mm. intent, and he went through the effort. Mm. Then he actually brought his thanksgiving to the Lord. And what he received was even greater than the miracle. Mm. He came into the Lord's presence, he gained access to the Lord because he came to the Lord
2: to worship the Lord
0: see the miracles were great Mm. but what he received because he brought his thanksgiving was even greater Mm. because he had now come to a place where he spent some time with the Lord Mm. personally That's what thanksgiving does. Mm. Can we really afford to miss any opportunity? Mm. The Lord looks like He might have done anything for us. Thanksgiving is going to bring us into His very presence, Mm. bring us to His person. That's the greatest reward of all rewards. Mm. We're not even doing it for that, it's for fellowship. God is about fellowship. Exactly. Relationship. Yes. And that's Thanksgiving. Now, Thanksgiving and praise obviously won't work in every single prayer instance. So, do you want to explain to us the difference between general prayer and specific? Mm. Extraordinary prayer.
2: So so here's some guidelines on two type of prayer situations that we've identified, and they're called extraordinary prayer and general prayer. Now, extraordinary prayer would be the kind of prayers in a distressing situation, in an emergency situation where you're in trouble or feeling really very low, um, and that takes on the general form of Lord save me. So if you want to visualize it, it would be kind of a stretching out of a hand, you know, trying to grab on and Generally in these prayer situations, there isn't always time to start with thanksgiving and praise Mm -hmm. and kind of work your way into prayer Entering the gates with thanksgiving and prayer whereas general prayer It's usually good practice to start off Mm -hmm. with thanksgiving and, and praise Now, the reason we say that this isn't always possible with extraordinary prayer is because if you're walking along the sidewalk and you trip and you fall, obviously the amount of time between (laughs) you still standing upright and your face hitting the ground Mm. is very short. And so...
0: As my face is drawing near to the sidewalk, I'm not going to go into, Lord, (laughs) thank you, you are the creator of heaven and earth. I'm just going to go, help.
2: (laughs) Help me. Um... And it would still be directed to the Lord. But then we also know that we have now been taught prayer strategies where in those low moments, in Mm. those moments of calling out to the Lord, we now have a strategy to implement. So that would be to connect to the crucifixion of Yahushua, as King David taught us in the Psalms, and then implement the strategies that go with that to to, uh, initiate a prayer rhythm. Mm. But in general prayer, when we're busy with thanksgiving or you know, praying for any other reason, then it would be good practice to start off with thanksgiving and praise. And this can be general thanksgiving and praise, uh, you know, big picture, or it can be very specific to your own life, even depending on what you want to pray. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, extraordinary prayer. Those times where it's fine, it's okay not to employ a entering-in strategy or to enter in. There's times you need to just be there, mm-hmm. run into His presence, um, call out in His name. And I know from experience that sometimes afterwards I think, man, I just started praying and saying, Lord, help me with this thing. Lord, I'm... Um, pardon me and my transgression I'm sorry, what did I just do help me fix this how can I fix this that kind of thing, that's fine Mm. because then afterwards I go like I should have actually just started off with praise and you know did I break protocol (laughs) extraordinary prayer but general prayer we want to have a discipline in place Mm. when general prayer we enter in the same way, yes. in the proper way. Um, there's no haste, there's no disrespect. Mm. We. It's just like, um, you know, there's a difference between bursting in the door and knocking politely and say, can I come in? Even if you know the person is going to say, come in, still polite to say, nah, may mm. I come in? Mm. And this is praise and worship, and there's all kinds of facets to that. The purpose is, in general, prayer is to come into His presence, mm. to be with Him. Exactly. So when it comes to corporate prayer, in corporate prayer it's mostly better to have aspects of praise mm. um, in relation to who God is. Mm. Praise in relation to who God is. Mm. Not a lesser form of praise. Mm. Um, I must must comment on this. Uh, The picture of a lady dressed all in black, lighting a candle, looks very pious, but is that really praise in relation (laughs) to who God is, dressed all in black? Um, You know, I think King David's understanding of what would be okay in relation to who God is, that's more like it. Now, don't be offended if you find that maybe I could be a little bit more expressive (laughs) in my response to God. Mm. Now, it's not an expectation. I'm not talking that everybody must jump up and down. No, no. But um, let's praise Him in relation to how glorious He is. Exactly. How extraordinary He is, how precious He is. How good he is! Mm. How powerfully is
2: unless according to what's comfortable for us?
0: <laughs> exactly, that's all we say in um, corporate prayer. When it comes to Thanksgiving, um, I think that would be less self-focused mm. and more focused on Thanksgiving, on ex- uh, especially. What he has done for us corporately, Mm. what he has done in relation to the kingdom. So, specific thanksgiving, when it comes specifically, what has he done for us in the kingdom, for the church, for Mm. the assembly, according to his plan, and so forth. Mm. And so, that's all we wanted to talk to you about prayer. Short teaching, Mm. and I hope this helps. It's also something that we can generally practice while just entering in and out of a prayer mindfulness. So we can stay in our hearts in a prayerful attitude mm. and then we enter in prayer mindfulness. Mm. Mm. And so we can practice rather entering into a prayer mindfulness through praise and we don't have to sustain that for an hour. You mm. can have praise for five seconds mm. as you become aware of you want to draw near to him and then carry on with your day. Mm. And thanksgiving can literally take place all the time, any time, at times, specifically according to what he has done. And that is what we wanted to share with you.